It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. What do the teams you root for, your music playlists, and your podcast feeds all have in common? Spoiler alert, they're a reflection of you, and that's what the State Farm Personal Price Plan has in common, too. It gives you options to help personalize your coverage so that you can protect what you care about most at an affordable price just for you, so you can see more of yourself in everything you love. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices vary by state, options selected by customer, availability, and eligibility may vary. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Today on Locked On Dolphins, a look at some under-the-radar maneuvers that the Dolphins can take after this season with some big names on the roster to open up some additional salary cap space. You are Locked On Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Miami, welcome to another episode of Locked On Dolphins. It's your team every day here on the Locked On Network. Today is Tuesday, July 11th, 2023, and today on the show, we are going to be exploring some of the ways in which the Dolphins maybe off the beaten path can open up some salary cap space for this upcoming 2024 season after the season that is upcoming plays itself out. Welcome to Locked on Dolphins. I'm your host, Kyle Krabs, lifelong Miami Dolphins fan, host of Locked on Dolphins, co-host of the Locked on NFL Scouting Podcast with Joe Marino. You can find us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Want to give a special shout out to the everydayers who are locked in with us on a daily basis because it is your team every day here on the Locked on Network. We don't just say it, we live it. So, much discussion going on um, from fans throughout the fan base on social media about the salary cap. And one of the things that I did last week was I kind of looked through a hypothetical forecasting of, of what a salary cap situation could look like and how you would bridge the gap if things go well for the Dolphins this season. But there's more pathways to pursue. There's more options uh, that involve some of the what we perceive to be cornerstone-type players on the Dolphins roster. And we're going to be exploring some of those here today on this episode of Locked on Dolphins. So what I have done is I have the Dolphins spot track forecast up for 2024. This is after this upcoming season. And say some drastic changes are needed, or say you want to continue to hold on to your premier talent, your players who uh, are young, looking for second contracts. You want to reward those players, and you want to make sure you don't make concessions with the young nucleus of the football team. One place that you can start is with Bradley Chubb. So I have pulled up the spot track forecast, and there are four players that I would give any level of consideration to manipulating their contracts. Uh, One who I would not touch is Tyreek Hill. Uh, You can restructure that contract. I don't think there's any funny business to be had there. Uh, He's currently responsible for the Dolphins for 13% of their salary cap in 2024. 
You have two other players, Jalen Ramsey and Bradley Chubb, each responsible in excess of, of over $11 million of the, or excuse me, in excess of 11% of the Dolphins 2024 cap space. Those cap hits 27 and $26 million respectively and change. Xavier Howard at 10.7% and then Tua Tungavaloa at 9.63% of the salary cap for 2024 based off of the projection for the upcoming season and what we currently know. Let's start with Bradley Chubb. And here's what we know about the Bradley Chubb contract. The Dolphins have already restructured him. He's under contract this season for $7.5 million against the cap. That is the testament to what the Dolphins were able to do uh, with how they structured his contract when they gave him the contract extension after trading a first-round pick to acquire him at the trade deadline. He signed a five-year, $110 million contract with the team after being traded. $33.46 million of that was guaranteed at signing. It was a signing bonus, his remaining 2022 salary, and his 2023 salary. His 2024 salary fully guarantees, fully guaranteed on March of this year. So he has a salary of 19.75 million that is fully guaranteed. And then he has a couple million dollars of this year's money that's already been kicked down the road. 10 million of his 2025 salary is guaranteed for injury only. So that's the guarantees that Bradley Chubb was given. A total of $53 million in guaranteed. 33 up front, uh, a $10 million salary for injuries only for 2025, uh, and then the um, signing bonus that he signed the new deal with. A lot of the discussion to this point with Bradley Chubb has been, well, he's got four years remaining on this hypothetical contract that the Dolphins have signed him to. In 2024, you could simply restructure, max restructure this contract again, take about $18 million of that. You spread that out across four seasons and it adds about $4.5 million to each of the remaining three years of the deal. And a salary cap hit goes from uh, $27 million and you save, it's about $12, $13 million that you can save. You can cut that to about $14 million. You can do that. Here's the other thing that you can do. Bradley Chubb could hypothetically, based on the guarantees and him not having roster bonuses that are due or a, an even bigger signing bonus, his signing bonus was only $13.5 million spread out across five seasons. You could look to trade this contract after this upcoming season. Now, he would likely be a post-June 1st trade candidate because of the prorated dollars for his signing bonus, that $13 million guarantee, um, and the fact that you restructured the entirety of this year's money. But if you did trade Bradley Chubb after June 1st next year, that's a contract that could open $20 million in cap space and you would incur a little over $6 million in dead cap for 2024. 
and your big dead cap hit would be in 2025, effectively the Byron Jones situation, but you would be trading and potentially getting a pick back. I think that's worth acknowledging in the midst of a potential Jalen Phillips breakout. Uh, having Emmanuel Agba as a player who is under contract, who's $10 million cheaper. Uh, I'm not saying I'm advocating for that by any means, but I do think Bradley Chubb would probably fetch you a, a pretty nice, if you went from a one to trade for Bradley Chubb and change, and you got back a two or a one if Bradley Chubb plays well, but you simply decided we don't want to continue to invest the dollars here. So let's transition away and get a different asset to get an equal or close to equal, because remember that was the very tail end of the first round was the pick that they traded for Bradley Chubb and ended up being, I think pick 29. So if you get an early two or a late one in return for trading Bradley Chubb, you'd have an equal asset or a relatively equal asset, have a year and a half of play in a winning window. And then you wouldn't pay your, your big lumps until 2025 in which you're past the worst of the storm for the salary cap purposes of, of which uh, Bradley Chubb would already, you know, you'd save money against the 2025 cap as well by moving on. I'm not saying I advocate for this, but these are all the options that the dolphins have. And that's the objective of today's show is to look through some um, non-conventional, maybe non-preferable, but also possible avenues for the dolphins. Bradley Chubb being not a restructure candidate, but a trade candidate is one of those. But it's not the only one that we have. And that is what we're going to continue with here next. We're going to talk about Jalen Ramsey and his situation next here on Locked on Dolphins. But before we do, let's tell you about our friends over at Bird Dogs. Uh, Bird Dogs prescribes to the mantra of life that you got to look good to play good. And I wholeheartedly agree. Uh, these things are meant to give you a sculpted look on your thighs, thighs out, skies out. Uh, skies out, thighs out. You guys know the saying. Uh, would help if I knew how to say the saying. Probably be helpful. But bird dog shorts uh, have managed to walk the tightrope between being super comfortable and flexible and breathable, but also looking like a golf short or a dress short. And for me, that is the best of both worlds because I like to look good to play good, but then I also like to be comfortable. They stretch, they move, they're not stuffy like cotton shorts would be. Uh, and they, Managed to do that with cloud knit fabric that looks just like uh, khaki and a anti-stick sweat wicking material that keeps you fresh all day long. You can go to birddogs.com slash locked on NFL and enter promo code locked on NFL for a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash locked on NFL for a free Yeti style tumbler. You will not want to take your bird dogs off once you got them. I promise you that. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So let's talk Jalen Ramsey. I think the contract structure with Jalen Ramsey is even more fascinating. We acknowledge the Bradley Chubb situation. This is a player who's currently scheduled on the Dolphins books after the restructure for this year 
to be on the hit for 11.18% of the Dolphins cap this upcoming season. There's some room and appeal, and I think that's an asset that you could get a good asset back for in a trade if you wanted to transition to, say, give Jalen Phillips a contract extension with that $20 million instead. Like, that's a thing that could happen, and hopefully Bradley Chubb plays well and stays healthy, and if you chose to go that route, you might get a really good pick back and then turn around and invest it in a pass rusher in the draft or something like that. Or maybe Malik Reed turns out to be a baller. Or maybe you want to keep Andrew Van Ginkle and he balls out in the system. Or maybe Emmanuel Ogba, you want to, like there's there's options, right? And that's the goal. That's what we want to explore. Jalen Ramsey, the next name. And I think the Jalen Ramsey contract, I will say this, the Jalen Ramsey contract is the one that inspired me to do this show. Because I'm looking at how they structured the Jalen Ramsey deal. He signed a three-year, $55 million extension with the Dolphins upon his trade. They put two void years on the back end of it that currently has the Dolphins on the book for $3.5 million in dead cap in 2026, uh, which is the first year in which he's currently not scheduled to be under contract with the team. That three-year, $55 million contract had a $8.835 million signing bonus which the Dolphins decided to spread out across five seasons with two void years on the back end of the three-year deal. And that's how you get uh, the $8.8 million prorated out across five years. It's um, That's where the $3.5 million in dead cap comes from, is the signing bonus. You put it out for an extra two years beyond when he's under contract, and then the first year he's not under contract is when you have to pay the remaining credit balance on that. But they also gave him $35.5 million guaranteed. $35.5 million guaranteed. Where does that come from? Well, he's got a signing bonus. He's got a 14 and a half, and, and here you go. He's also got $25.5 million in cash due next year. But where is the cash coming from? His 2024 salary is $14.5 million. It's fully guaranteed. He also has an $11 million roster bonus that is due next season. It is guaranteed $11 million. So $25.5 million in cash next year. Jalen Ramsey could be a restructure candidate. You could convert that roster bonus to a signing bonus and prorate that out. And that number goes from 11 to potentially as little as $2.2 million. So there's 10. And then you could take the $14.5 million in his uh, base salary, and you can convert probably 13 of that and kick that out as well. So you're talking about taking as much as $24 million and restructuring it out if you wanted to. But the way that they've structured this money with a base salary of 14 and a half and $11 million roster bonus, we currently don't have the language, or at least I don't right now, of when that roster bonus is due. You could trade Jalen Ramsey after this season and save over $20 million in cap space. You would incur $7 million in dead cap, and that is pre-June 1st. That is the interesting thing with the fact that they put a roster bonus in here for a large number of guaranteed money 
They put a fully guaranteed salary. But they didn't prorate it out. They just said, we're going to pay you a lot of cash and fully guarantee it in 2024. If they did something post-June 1st, they'd save $25.5 million against the cap. But if they did a pre-June 1st, they'd still save $20.12 million against the cap. So that's now Bradley Chubb is a post-June 1 trade candidate that would open up $20 million. It's Jalen Ramsey pre-June 1st is over $20 million in cap that you can open up. And these are players that you could presumably get an asset for. And Jalen Ramsey you got for Hunter Long and a three. Is that worth a rental? Could you get something else back that's close to the same thing? Yes, I think you could. You could also restructure this and kick it down the road another three years and say, ah, well, the cap will grow enough and we'll have the space. And if the Dolphins play well and these players play well, that's probably the route that I would advocate to take. That's the cost of doing business and staying highly competitive. You're going to run up a credit card balance. So I hope the credit balance that you got is substantive. For the Dolphins, it is. It has historically been. But this, when we talk about contract structure, now you structured these deals. The Dolphins signed Jalen Ramsey to a three-year, $55 million contract with $35.5 million guaranteed, and they can get out after one year and only incur a $7 million dead cap hit. That is a good structure on a contract. You obviously don't make this player acquisition with the expectation that you're going to move on from him after one year. But if you need to get Jalen Waddell and Tua Tungabeloa and Christian Wilkins and Zach Sealer and Robert Hunt and Connor Williams and Javon Holland, and if you need to get all these deals done and Brandon Jones, and it's cost prohibitive, the Jalen Ramsey contract is the one that's looking me dead in the face and said, well, gee whiz, the way that they structured this says this might be a one-year rental. And then they may turn around and flip an asset back and say, hey, if we walk out of this with a three or better, and there's a decent chance you could get something better back for Jalen Ramsey than what you traded to get him in the first place. I hope Jalen Ramsey stays here and plays out the full life of this contract and potentially longer. I think if you're projecting forward, I'd probably rather have Ramsey than Howard. Now, the Howard contract is, is more prohibitive when we've discussed that one. That's a post-June 1 maneuver. You can restructure any of these and, and get a significant amount of space, but the fact that there's an $11 million roster bonus in here for the Ramsey contract is something that does raise my eyebrows say, okay, we, we got options with what we want to do with this one. And then, of course, we have Tua Tungvaloa. That's what we're going to finish with next here on Locked on Dolphins, so stick with us. Before we talk about the Tua Tungvaloa contract, we have to talk about our friends over at LinkedIn. These days, every potential new hire feels like a high-stakes wager for you and your small business. You want to be 100% certain in who you are hiring and bringing on to your team that they have the goods to make sure that they are the asset that you need them to be. That's why you want to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Then you can add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your profile so people know that you're hiring. You can help spread the word. And simple tools like screening questions help make sure that you get the right people with the right skills in front of you so you know who you want to interview and eventually hire. That's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. 
So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free terms and conditions apply. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So the Tua Tungvaloa deal, he's obviously going into his fifth-year option. Uh, That is a large chunk of money. It's a one-year, fully guaranteed, $23.17 million fifth-year option. Just a fully guaranteed base salary. A couple different ways the Dolphins can choose to attack. This one as well. And I chose not to do anything with that last week when I did the 2024 forecast uh, deliberately because... There's ways in which the Dolphins can open up some significant salary cap space, as an example. And the contract that I pulled up that I want to reference here is the Derek Carr contract with the New Orleans Saints. Derek Carr, this offseason, signed a four-year, $150 million contract that included a $28.5 million signing bonus, $100 million guaranteed, and an annual average salary of $37.5 million. Carr will earn a base salary of $1.5 million this year with a signing bonus of 28.5 while carrying a cap hit of $7.2 million. So year one of a four-year $150 million contract with $100 million in guaranteed money. Think about the numbers and think about the stratosphere. That's $37.5 million. That's kind of in the ballpark. The Daniel Jones is, is at $42 million. He apparently asked for 45, 47, uh, according to a report this past week. Derek runs 37.5. So it's in the ballpark for Tua Tungvaloa. Four-year, $150 million contract, $100 million guaranteed. And yet in year one of that contract, Derek Carr has a salary cap hit of $7 million in change while receiving $30 million in cash. Tua right now is on the books for a salary cap hit of $23.17 million, but a fully guaranteed salary. Tua could get a raise, and if you structured it exactly how the Saints did, the salary cap hit in year one, a.k.a. 2024, would be about $16 million less than what it's currently scheduled to be. And those of you who are not fans of Tua Tungvalu as the starting quarterback of the Dolphins, you probably don't like this avenue, and we're exploring all the avenues, right? That level of commitment effectively ties Derek Carr to the Saints for two seasons. Year three of that deal brings a $17.1 million dead cap hit. You can play through the first two years of that, so it's effectively this year and next year, and then that following offseason, you can move on from Derek Carr for $17 million in dead cap. That's not an undigestible number. We've seen quarterbacks be traded with dead cap hits in the 30s. 
So the way that the Saints achieved this is they gave him the $28.5 million signing bonus, which is more money than what Tua Tagovailoa is worth or is scheduled for right now by about $5 million. And they signed him to a four-year deal, and they put a void year on the back end of that deal. So the fifth year is instead of taking the $28.5 million and dividing it across four seasons, which of course would be 27 point two. Yeah, twenty seven point two million dollars instead of five point seven. It's an extra million and a half per season. Is effectively what it works out to be. So his cap hit, if they didn't structure it this way, with the void year, it'd still be nine and change, just around ten million dollars. You know what you're getting. And the Saints put a roster option in place for 2025, the third year of that deal. That roster bonus fully guarantees March 2024 is currently injury guaranteed. He does have a full no trade clause. But it's the void year on the back end of the deal. If you wanted to go with a shorter term deal and then put a void year to help kick out the signing bonus an extra year, you can buy yourself digestible cap hits, not just in this year, but the following years. And Derek Carr, 7.2, but there's only an $11 million dead cap in that 55. So you could move on or you could re-extend Derek Carr and save a large portion up to, you could save up to $44.3 million in the, the fourth year of that deal if you moved on. Or you restructure it, you take that money, you convert it to signing bonus, and you kick it back out again. So the reason we're talking about the TUA contract is the, the $23.17 million fifth-year option does not equal what Derek Carr got in a signing bonus and the way that the Saints structured that put Derek Carr in a position to play year one in this contract with a $7 million dead cap hit. Of course, the other way that that could cut is if you were to decide uh, you were – if Tua Tungvaloa dealt with injuries again this season – and you wanted to move on, it's just fully guaranteed salary. So you could eat a portion of that and then potentially trade to a Tonga Valoa uh, to a different team if there was a different avenue at quarterback that you wanted to pursue, just to be completely transparent. Because again, this is all about options. I'm not saying I want any of these pathways to be followed. But when we talk about flexibility, we talk about the Dolphins building flexibility in and their contract structure. The fifth-year option stuff, that, that's standard par for the course. But the Jalen Ramsey one is really interesting to me because there's guaranteed money in there and a roster bonus that perhaps means there's some sneaky extra restructure ability or sneaky caps or cash saving opportunities if there is a transition to be had as the Dolphins look at these players in excess of 10% of their salary cap hit, and that being Tyreek Hill, Jalen Ramsey, Bradley Chubb, Xavier Howard, and Tua Tonga below, and decide, hey, one of these has to go. It's interesting stuff. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Locked On Dolphins. It is your team every day. Want to give a special shout out to our everydayers who do keep it locked in with us. I appreciate you all checking out the show so much. Make it a great rest of your Tuesday. I will be back again tomorrow with yet another episode talking your Miami Dolphins. Fins up.
Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL Draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.